Ascended Podcast, episode 65, Play to Win the Game, your premier Raiders and Chiefs podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Coach. What's good, dude? <laughs> What's up, fellow uh, playoff member? Uh, unbelievable, oh, once. dude. Dude, uh, unreal. Unreal weekend of football, man, just to have everything play out the way it did. Uh, definitely one of the most epic weeks of football that I can remember in a long time. Um, absolutely epic. Welcome to the club, man. Is Welcome it, to being in the playoffs. This is what you feel like every year. This has got to be, this is great. It feels good, man. I, I'm actually glad that you're in the playoffs. That makes content better on here. Um, and I just feel, you know, you've been my friend 25 years, man. I'm happy. Plus 25, like 26, 27 years, something like that. Yeah, probably. And, yeah, right, uh, right, yeah. You go to right kindergarten when you're five or something. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's been, yeah, maybe like 30 years. We'll just say that. And give yeah, a round number. 30 years. Um, Sounds good. Nice. And uh, yeah, you're in the playoffs, man. It's, it's, it's good. And uh, I know we had lots of debates. Like, oh, does it make sense to get in? You play to win the game, buddy. You play to win the play game. Play to win the game. And you're in the playoffs. So that's awesome. It is awesome. Um, so I can't wait to get into our breakdowns. And we won't we won't uh, get away from the sunshine here also. The Chiefs are in the playoffs. Brutalized Drew Luck. I loved it. He, he had a little better of a game than I hoped. But we'll get into that also. But once again, Chiefs are in there. Raiders are in there. Um we're just we're cruising into the postseason, and I'm excited. But first, so we did have a contest. Uh, if Alex Leatherwood did not get a penalty, which he has in like pretty much every game this this uh, year, the rookie right tackle slash right guard the Raiders drafted, then we were going to give away a sleeveless Raiders hoodie. He, of course, this is the one week he didn't have a penalty, which is great. Um, so we're giving that away to at a Pedroza one zero two. His name is just. A skull and then underscore RNFL Raider Nation for life. Obviously, it's a Marine vet. So, buddy, you got the hoodie. Um, Congratulations, a DM. Get your stuff. Congrats. Yep, Semper Fi. Eric, you got that covered. And uh, and then we'll see you guys. There will be more giveaways. So don't unfollow us and stop listening. So more to come. All right, uh, let's get in to my Raiders. The soundbite may sound weird to you, but it means a whole lot to me. All right, so that probably sounded weird to a lot of you, but that was the sound of Allegiant Stadium as Derek Carr was entering for the start of Sunday night's football game against the Chargers, which the Raiders ended up winning 35-32. to um, What a game. Uh, another heart attack stroke classic Raiders game this year, but they're on a win streak, and they're into the postseason, and I am just so freaking fired up. Um, Carr didn't have an explosive night, 20 for 36, 186 yards, two touchdowns. The main part here was he didn't throw any interceptions. Uh, he didn't turn the ball over. That's what I've been looking for. And I've said that we're not going to win if he does that. And, and nobody did any of that stuff. And in fact, the defense actually got an interception, which is a nice change. They hadn't had one since like week six. So, um, and coach, you and I've talked about this tirelessly every week, but Josh Jacobs finally had a night for us. 26 carries. 132 yards, a touchdown. He just played really tough. He rallied the team in overtime. Um, and we'll talk about that overtime, which was really weird. Um, Brian Edwards finally having a good game, 63 yards on four receptions, came alive in the fourth and uh, and in overtime. Hunter Renfro, nasty two touchdowns, only 13 yards on the ground, but he came through in the red zone. He got a little respect from Devontae Adams. Um, Darren Waller and, and Deshaun Jackson were basically invisible, which uh, – 
you know, it, it is what it is. It, you know, I'll, I'll, whoever has to play to win, I'll take it. Um, but once again, I think the real story here was the defense. Um, Divine Diablo had a fumble recovery. The defensive line was just on fire. Um, three sacks, 10 QB hits, 15 passes defended, six tackles for loss. Max Crosby in particular was brutalizing uh, that right tackle. Who everyone was looking up his name. It's his. It just says Chargers right tackle is trending on Twitter. Uh, Storm Norton just got absolutely tooled up and no one was helping him. Crosby finished the night with two sacks, three tackles for loss, three pass defended, four QB hits, and 11 total pressures. Eight of those pressures were in the fourth quarter. So usually these guys, and his motor is unreal, but he was not tired in the fourth. In fact, he was just getting going. So he leads the league with 101 pressures on the regular season. And then Casey Hayward had a interception, which I actually called a couple of nights before. Um, but luckily he didn't make me look an idiot and he got it done. Um, and not to take anything away from the Chargers, they are an extremely good team. Justin Herbert is, is fantastic. He was 34 for 64 uh, attempts, three touchdowns and an interception. Um, he's throwing into a lot of tight windows. I mean, Staley was having him go for it um, on 4th and 10, 4th and 20, 4th, like a lot of gutsy play calling on Brandon Staley's call. And then probably the gutsiest is when he took a uh, timeout with about 39 seconds left on the clock and the Raiders who um, Rich Bisaccia said in the presser that they were talking like, if it ends in a tie, it ends in a tie. And then he called the timeout. And they're like, oh, okay, Chargers want to go for it. Well, we're going to go for it too. Jacobs gets uh, first down. And then uh, Legatron, the Iceman himself, Dan Carlson, comes in. He was five for five on field goals and two for two on extra points. He had 17 points, um, which is ridiculous. He's a freaking kicker. Um, and then Coach and I like to do our favorite play and least favorite play. Um, my favorite probably had to be beginning of the fourth quarter, third and goal at the two Renfro's in motion. Chris Harris raced to the other side to try and stop him. Uh, basically just gets beaten by the snap. Uh, Renfro just streaks on in there, does a little spin, spin cut. And you see Harris just like frustrated to all hell. Cause he just wasn't on that side in time. And he was supposed to be mirroring, uh, Renfro. I love that. Um, and then probably my least favorite, um, Austin Eckler had a 14 yard rushing touchdown to start off the second, um, he just juke Perryman, our leading tackle out of his shoes. Trufant just kind of stood there. I just hate seeing a running back go into the end zone untouched. Like if he's going to shed a tackle, he sheds a tackle. Um, but don't let him juke you out of your shoes. Don't let him just waltz on in there and finding these massive gaps. Cause the Chargers O line is not that good as we saw. So, um, defensive line was on fire. Offense got it done. Still needs to work on some things, but I could not have been happier with this. Raiders are into the postseason for the first time since 2016. We've not won a postseason game since 2002, so we'll talk about that later. Um, but we're in there. We're in the mix. We're going after it. And uh, we got the Bengals in the first slot on Saturday. Coach, your takeaways from my boys' game on Sunday Night Football. Unreal. Well, unreal, dude. It was an unbelievable game. Uh, you know, not to take anything away from your guys, but like Justin Herbert at the end of that game was just unbelievable. Fourth down after he was conversion. Got to give him his props. There's a lot of, um, especially on Chiefs Twitter, uh, about, oh, you know, you can't complain, compare Justin Herbert to Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. And you really can't com- compare anybody to Patrick Mahomes in his first couple of years, right? But give Justin Herbert his respect. He 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 played an incredible game. He just, they just came up short. Um, great win. You know, uh, your boys, Max, your uh, Mad Max went, went uh, absolutely off the chains. Uh, Jacobs had a good game. Carr had a good game. And uh, what what you guys have like really overcome to get to this point is, is really incredible. 
I know we've had we've been on here some weeks and been extremely disappointed in the guys, but they have come out and they have proven themselves and they're in the playoffs, man. And like, you know, <clears throat> people give Staley crap for taking the time out. You play to win the game, man. Like, did you really want to play the Chargers again in the playoffs, or do you want to, have to take the opportunity to get in the playoffs and them not be in the playoffs? You want a your chance to get in the playoffs and not have to possibly face them in the future. Is that's how right. I think about it, right? So I think it's just uh Awesome for you, for your team, for your fan base. Obviously, a, a lot of people that listen to this podcast are huge Raider fans, and I get that. I'm trying to trying to build the Chief fans up on it, but uh, I'm helping. We're we're getting yeah, it going. We're, we're, we're getting it going. We're getting we're getting it going. Shout out to the Chiefs uh, follow train on Twitter. It was, it was it was good good stuff. Um, but yeah, congrats on being in the playoffs, man. You guys did it. You guys overcame lots of adversity, and uh, you guys got the Bengals coming up on Saturday. So should be exciting. Should be a fun game. And uh, just show up and show out, you know, make it to the second round. Well, uh, that would be amazing. So uh, we'll see. And now we'll talk about another team that's no stranger to the playoffs. And boy, do we have a soundbite for uh, Chiefs Kingdom. Gordon could not have been and lost the ball. Gordon fumbles and it's picked up. Nick Bolton, the former Missouri Tiger with a game-changing play. A scoop and score. Melvin Ingram knocked the ball loose from Melvin Gordon and the Chiefs. I gave you a long one there. Beautiful play. Go uh, for it. Beautiful what play. Happened? That was that was definitely we'll just preface it by saying that is my favorite play of the game. We'll just start start off with that. I, I really cannot say enough good things about Melvin Ingram. Um, you know, we gave up a six round pick for that guy. For the way that he's changed our defense and, and changed our team, he's easily worth a second or third round pick. You know what I mean? Easily. Uh, but to get him for a six and to him to show up and and uh, make that tackle on his former teammate and friend, um, and then Nick Bolton to take advantage of that and run in for a touchdown that you know ultimately decided the game. Um, couldn't couldn't have ended better. Uh, I would have liked to have you know I came on here and thought we would dominate. Uh, I think they came out a little sluggish. Um, I think they. Kind of thought like, oh, we're playing Drew Locke. It's going to be an easy game. We're going to. Um, I understand. We're, that, we're, we're going to dominate. Yeah, I mean, Drew Locke was able to, you know, score two touchdowns with his legs. Arm wise, he was not great. I think he had like a hundred. Well, we knew he wasn't going to do it with his yeah, arms. Yeah, so. he was like twelve of twenty four hundred sixty two yards. So not not a great stat line as far as throwing the ball goes. But he made plays with his legs, and they stayed in it. You know, Gordon had over a hundred yards. Um, so the Broncos, you know, they had nothing to play for, but the fact that they wanted to stop the Chiefs from, um, uh, they wanted to stop the Chiefs from uh, continuing their winning streak against them, which I think is at like thirteen games now. I think it's at thirteen games. Um, so absolutely, I mean, obviously, absolute domination by the Chiefs here lately. But a uh, great game, you know, Patrick Mahomes. You know, typical Patrick Mahomes game: two hundred seventy yards, two touchdowns, led the team in rushing. Um, shout out to Marcole Hardman for, uh, showing up 108 yards, um, had a couple of big catches there. Um, you know, Tyreek really didn't play most of the game. I guess he had a heel injury. He should be good to go for, uh, Sunday night against the pit against the Steelers. Uh, Kelsey had a decent game, but, um, they got it done, man. They got it done. Um, when not all their weapons were fully, fully in there and doing what they normally do. Um, and, uh, great win. And uh, we, uh, you know, was really thinking there at the end that the Texans might end up beating the Titans. And there's plenty of Chiefs fans actually in Houston watching that game. 
uh, if you if you saw any like the footage on TV or just you know obviously a lot of retweets and stuff on Twitter. Um, but uh, yeah, the Chiefs fans showed up there to, to to support the Texans and 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 uh, somehow try and send some good juju to have them end up winning. Ended up being a three point game, but uh, you know we'll uh, we got Big Ben and the Steelers Sunday. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to some uh, you know giving you guys some predictions later on that as well. But um, couldn't be happier, man. Great win. Could have been prettier, but like we say, a dub's a dub. You play to win the game. So we we got that done, and we're the two seed, and we're going to continue on. So I'm, I'm excited. And I, I kind of think that you you almost need a game like that to get yourself in check for the one that really counts. You know? mm-hmm. 100%. So, um, what were you going to learn from a blowout? You know, like now they can yeah. dissect this tape, see where – because I think really um, 28 points is more than enough. So the, the defense was kind of the, the issue here. Mm-hmm. Um and Spagnuolo, though, obviously made some adjustments, and and Drew Locke didn't like that blitz very much. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think you guys kind of need one like this. I mean, Drew Locke is never going to rush for two touchdowns again. That was just – he was playing for his job, probably maybe a little bit of Vic Fangio, but probably more so for himself. He knows this is his last chance to put something on tape for the season. Um, but I love that play with Melvin Ingram and Nick Bolton, you know, People give Melvin Ingram all the credit, and they should. But Nick Bolton, also his reaction, uh, his 100%. quickness, like it, you know, he was just ready to go and, and ready. And then I love you guys went, you know, Aunt classic Andy Reid goes for the two point conversion after that, just to separate. Just, and then you end up winning by four points. So perfect. Um, I was texting you. I was really impressed with Jarek McKinnon. No CH tonight or that night. Um, great in space. Got you some crucial first downs. And even Hardman, like there was a couple uh, plays that really could have gone, really could have broke big. He was like one just, if he just done a little uh, high step, he would have mm-hmm. broke for, I think there was one play. It was just like a, and, like a bubble screen. And he yeah. would, if he had just broken through one tackle, he would have taken it to the house for like 50. Yeah. The thing with like, and I actually had a, uh, a conversation with some people on Twitter about this, um, about like Hardman gets a lot of hate because of the guys that went after him, like DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, like, Oh man, imagine Terry, mm, Terry, yeah. you know, imagine oh Terry McLaurin in this. Either of those two, God, either of those guys. Right. But you have to be like, well, you know, you could have got just like, just like every other team could have picked Nick Bolton or Creed Humphrey, who was, you know, an all pro at center this year. Um, you know, it, it's, it's all perspective, right? You know, Hardman has uh, a job to do. We could use this, you know, a real wide receiver too. I mean, Hardman, I don't think really that, but he's a good specialist. He can come in there. He's fast. He fits into what they need to do. And uh, he, he stepped up big. So props to him and Jared McKinnon too. Like the dude's just a, a universal weapon. Perfect for Andy Reed. And uh, I'm glad he's, you know, he's healthy again, and hopefully he's able to do something um, here in the playoffs. Too. I'm sure there'll be some special, some special plays for him as well. So happy with the win, and we'll uh, we'll move on to, to Sunday. I'm looking forward to Sunday night football, big time. Yeah, I, I'm usually like not ready to move on to the predictions just yet, but all these matchups are really exciting. So let's. It just is, get man. Into it. Playoff football is the best, man. It's the best. It, oh yeah, and I'm so happy to finally be a part of it. Oh my god! Right, I mean, it's just All like right. a, it's a, it's it's like the perfect, it's the perfect, just like weekend for football. Wild, wild card weekend is absolutely amazing, and it's just like Saturday, Sunday. Clear your calendar. Tell your wife, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is. Like, hey, I'm busy. I got football to watch. So I'm, I'm right. Dope. And there's not a single game that you don't want. To exactly. This, so. Exactly. We're we're gonna give you our predictions right now. Let's get into it.
All right, so we're going to save. Are we going to go with tradition? We'll save our teams for the end, even though the Raiders are first on Saturday, or do you think we just go for it? I'm going to let you call it, dude. Make the audible. Let's make the audible. We're going to wait because that's what we have been doing, and I don't want to jinx okay. anything, so we're going to wait. Yes, that's I'm big on the jinxes. You know I am. Okay, so we do know the Raiders are first on Saturday at 4.30. I kind of like that because Sunday I had to wait the whole day and into the night and, and all that stuff. So we'll get right into they are going to play first, but we're going to do that prediction later. Um, Saturday at 8.15, we've got the Patriots and Bills, which is a great matchup, great rivalry. Coach, give me your thoughts. Uh, I got to go to the Bills here. I really like the... Yes. Yes. The, the Bills, yeah. Um, Not just because I don't like the Patriots, but it's Matt Jones had a good season for a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. I just don't think he's ready. I think the Patriots have, um, you know, showed some kinks in the armor the last couple weeks. And uh, I'm going to take Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is just like pissed off. It's not a good thing for anybody in the AFC or in the NFL, let alone. Um, so I'm going to take the Bills. I think the Bills are going to win pretty convincingly. Um, there's a lot of pent up aggression in Buffalo towards New England. And to beat them in the playoffs and to, to kind of give up the middle fingers to, um, to good old Bill Belichick is is what the Bills are going to do. Um, I think they're going to dominate this game, and uh, they will be moving on. But uh, yeah, I, I got the I got the Bills by at least ten points. I'm more like two touchdowns. I think the Bills are going to show up and show out. So I'm definitely down for that. They are one and one in their regular season matchups. Obviously, they had that weird game in Buffalo with the weather, or I don't even know where that was. But I think the Buffalo. Bills are out for blood, like. They, they got the division title. They won it. And then, of course, these two match up again. I kind of would have liked to see something different, but we will in, in the next round. Um, but I think this could be the Bills Bills Mafia chance to really cement their ownership of the Patriots for once. Um, and I'm I'm just I'm here for it. I want the Bills to take it. Um, I just hope they're they're ready for it. Bills. I just love the Bills Mafia fan base. They're savages, but they're dedicated um, in a whole nother level than most fan bases are. So I think they deserve this, you know, punch their way up there. And, and for all of us, knock the Patriots out. We're good with that. All right. Sunday at one o'clock, we've got the Eagles and the Bucks. I don't like this. And for many reasons is that I think that the Bucks are going to win. Um, I had originally penciled the Eagles, which I realize now I have to I have to change. I had done that really just because I don't want the Bucks to advance. I want them out. I want Brady out. As we've said on the show, this since the show began in eighteen, um, we just want Brady out of our lives. Just just get lost. It, it the reign of terror needs to end. I think even though they're missing a lot of pieces, um, the meltdown with Antonio Brown is you know that when they get out of meetings, even if Bruce Aaron says they're not talking about him, they're talking about him. Um, who was it? Antoine Winfield had a caption about him from their, uh, their last game. So it's still on their minds, but I think the bucks just, this is their time. They want to get back to the super bowl. They brought back the exact same roster to do so. The Eagles have had a lot of key injuries. Um, they didn't look great against Cowboys. Obviously they were setting a lot of starters, but it still makes me nervous I think the Eagles could give them a better run for their money than we expect, but I think it could be like a 21-17 Bucks win. If the Eagles win, great. I'm I'm down for that, but I think the Bucks are going to win. Eric, prove yeah. me wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, a, a, oh, part of me, uh, a part of me really wanted to pick the Eagles as well. 
I just don't think they have enough yet. I think they made, I mean, Nick Sirianni's done a great job turning that team around low key. Oh, like, yeah. you know, he, I think he could garner some coach of the year votes just, just for how he kind of turned everything around. I mean, it was pretty bleak and now they're in the playoffs. I just think, you know, the, despite not having Antonio Brown and, and uh Goodwin uh, or Godwin, whenever you want to say it, um, they still got Mike Evans. They still got Gronkowski. Fournette's coming back. Um, still got Ronald Jones. I mean, they get they got they got players. They got they got skill Cameron guys. Cameron Brait, yeah. Yeah, Cameron Brait, Shaq Barrett's coming back. So um, who's that little guy? The little receiver they have. Oh, the white dude. Torched the Packers last year. Yeah, who was it? Gotcha. I can't remember his name. But yeah. he, he's he's a, he's another speed option for them. Yeah. So uh, I'll take I'll take the Bucks begrudgingly, but um, begrudgingly. who knows about the rest of the playoffs? Word. But we'll we'll take the Bucks. All right. Next Sunday at four thirty, uh, 49ers and Cowboys. You have the Cowboys experience. Give me, give me your thoughts, man. Th- this is, this is classic nineties football. All right. This yeah. is mid nineties football. This is, this is our time. This is our time. This is like, I remember distinctly growing up watching these games, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, Michael Urban, and you're going against Steve Young, Deion Sanders, Jerry. Ra- I mean, that, that was Prime time for young, for our young lives to be to be you know starting off. Is that a pun cool. saying prime time? Prime time, yeah. That uh, that was an yeah. unintentional pun, man. Honestly, oh there you go. Uh, yeah. It was unintentional. Um, it just it just it just comes out sometimes. But um, I am going to take the 49ers. Um, you know what? I, I I give them credit, man, with what they got with Debo and Kittle. And uh, Jimmy G, and they have a good defense. Uh, they got a good running game, and it seems like their running backs are just random guys that you've never heard of. Um, you know, Elijah they Mitchell. They make it work. They make it work. Um, you know, you know, Brandy, Brandon Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk. I think is how you spell his Ayuk. name. Ayuk. Say his name. He, Ayuk, he's been yeah. he's been solid. Um, you know, they're a good team, man, and uh, I think they're going to win a close one in Dallas. Uh, wouldn't like I said, totally wouldn't be shocked if Dallas wins that game. Uh, but I'm going to take the 49ers. I'm going to, I'm going to plant my flag on that. And, uh, yeah, they're going to get the dub 49ers by touchdown. Wow. Man. Teddy. So I really want to pick the 49ers, but the only crutch I have is that the Niners secondary is a little bit vulnerable. And the Cowboys, as we know, have a pretty explosive passing attack. Agreed. All the signs point to this being a 49ers win. Like Mike McCarthy, I think, is kind of over his head with this. Um, Kyle Shanahan, who I've been ragging on for a while, is is really turning it around and, and doing quite well. Um, I mean, they, they beat the Rams again the other night, which is uh, obviously got under McVay's skin. I think I'm still going to pick the Cowboys. It, it makes me sick. I think it's going to be like a one-point win, like 20 seven twenty six, something absolutely weird like that. I don't think it'll be a blow on either side. I want the 49ers to win. Don't get me wrong. Sorry, Austin. I know that's a soft spot for you, the Niners and all that. Um, I just, I don't want the Cowboys to advance for many, many reasons, but I just, in my gut, I feel like the Cowboys are going to win. So that's my take on that one. The first one we split on so far, we're on the same page. All right. Yeah. It's a coin toss. Yeah, else? Those two. I mean, I'm just saying it's like yeah. it's a coin toss. They're two good teams. Yeah. Anything can happen. If you're yeah. if you're taking the coach, though, I mean, obviously Mike McCarthy's got a Super Bowl, and you know, and Kyle Shanahan blew a Super Bowl, but right, kind of blew two. Uh, kind of blew two. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, what yeah, the Falcons? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Get yeah, two. Yep. 
That's tough, man. I, I was going to be like, well, the coaching goes to the Niners, but I guess that's a toss up too. So it's really, I'm just going to, I'm going to stay right. with the 49ers. And then you think McCarthy had Rogers. So then, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but I, one, I, can't, so. I can't do it. I can't do it that way though. You know? No, you um, can't. All right. So, so we'll, we'll stay with our picks there. Um, the next one obviously is Chiefs and Steelers Sunday night. So you'll be in my position from last week, mm-hmm. but we're going to get that one at the end. Then Monday night game. I forgot there's a Monday night one. That's sweet. So three days of excellent football. Um, Cardinals and Rams. Uh, I'll lead off. I'm going to go Rams. I think the Cardinals, they did some great work recently without D-Hop, but I think they need him to take the Rams out. Um, Their defense has still looked sharp. And I think it's going to be, it's not going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be more of a, uh, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Slugfest? A slugfest, work? yeah. Slobber knocker. Yeah, I think it's, ooh, okay, that's interesting. Um, so yes, I, th- I think this is going to be a brutal matchup. Uh, I just don't think the Cardinals have exactly enough to get through this. Beginning of the season, yes, they're red hot. That great win streak. The Rams just had a, a brutal game. I keep using the word brutal. Had a brutal game against the Niners and lost. But like I said, I think sometimes that's the game you need right before the postseason to get you ready. If you just breeze through and win 30 to 10, then, you know, it is what it is. So that's why I kind of worry about like the the Titans and how they might do, especially with another week off. That's another story for another day. So I think the Rams are going to take it um, if Stafford can clean up the interceptions because that he's looking like Detroit, Matt Stafford, which we thought had died at the beginning of the Rams season where he's firing on all cylinders. And right now he is firing, but into the uh, the opposing secondary as well. So he's got to clean that up, leading the league in pick sixes, mind you. Um, so I am going to go Rams with the W. Coach, what do you got? I'm going to take uh, the old friends and, and the St. Louis or Los Angeles Rams. Sorry, um, the traitors. The traitors. Um, well, Stan, yeah. Stan Kroenke is your traitor. Stan, yeah. Stan Kroenke is a traitor, big time. I'm going to take the Rams. I think they just the Rams have to win this more than the Cardinals do. That makes any sense. Um, I feel like more is on the line in LA just from the top down to the bottom. You know, it's it's for Sean McVay, for this team that's, you know, giving away every first round draft pick from here until most of us die. Um, it's just it's ridiculous. And um the Rams have to get this win. I think they know that. I think they <clears throat> obviously blew it against the uh, against the 49ers last week. Um, and uh, they will get this win. I think they will win convincingly. I think the Cardinals are, you know, typical Cliff Kingsbury trajectory of just, you know, they've started from the top and now they're at the bottom, you know, the opposite of the song. Right. Um, so I will take the Rams as well. I'm very confident in that. Um, and uh, it's another, I guess, more motivation for Kyler Murray and this team next year, but not, but losing Hopkins is just, it's it's been too big. That's of a, what I'm saying. I think if they him. had him, I would be way more comfortable picking them. Ooh, just saw Jameson Williams officially tore his ACL. You hate to see that via Adam Schefter. Yeah, St. Louis kid. Him and Jonathan yeah. Mitchell, uh both tore up their knees pretty much two consecutive, not two consecutive weeks, but each round of the playoffs. Uh, those guys will be good value picks later on in the draft. But, you know, that's – I always I always talk draft in offseason, dude. I always got to get that in there. Because it, it gets my juices flowing, but yeah. those guys will be really solid picks. Just wait. Yeah, and I was I was 
I was already starting to text you about about drafts and draft picks and whatnot and the receivers available and whatnot, and then I can focus back on the actual season. So mm-hmm. now on to our last two games. Uh, we'll just get mine out of the way because I'm nervous. Um, the last three games I have taken the opposing team and the Raiders have proved me wrong and won. I'm going to do it again. Uh, I'm going to have to take the Bengals. The last time we played them, it was a 13 to 32 collapse, especially in the fourth quarter. Mixon went off for 120 plus yards. Chase had only three catches, one of which was a monster touchdown. We couldn't convert on third downs. We basically are going in with a very similar roster, except this time we're going to their house. The Raiders showed up in force as they should at home. Uh, when we just played um, the Chargers. Uh, but it doesn't seem, from what I've seen, I don't see a big turnout going out there to Cincinnati. And the Bengals fans, who I don't really know how hardcore they are, but they're going to be there, and the Raiders are not, so it's going to be a sea of orange. I am glad that, once again, we had a really tough game that we had to grind out to get there. If they can put up 36 points, 35 points, what do we win by? 35 points then uh we could win if we but we're gonna have to match joe burrow in an explosive passing attack and an even deadlier run game so i just uh, i just i hate to go against the boys again but i have to also for jinx's sake i've i told eric i've been wearing the same clothes every sunday they play and it's been working out so i'll be wearing the exact same stuff again this week but and as tradition goes i'm gonna have to pick cincinnati i hate to do it this is not who i wanted to match up with i wanted Eric's matchup, uh, not the Chiefs, mind you. Definitely didn't want that one. That was the last one of anybody I wanted. Um, yeah, didn't want Cincinnati again because we showed against the Chiefs that we do not adjust well after getting blown out, and I'm afraid that we're not going to adjust well enough and get blown out again. So that, unfortunately, is my prediction. I think I'm going to be very sad Saturday, but I want to know my fate early. I want to jump in the cold water right away. So that's what I got. Eric, prove me wrong, please, God, because he did it last week. I'm going. You Raiders. did. Remember, you gave me that. You're going Raiders. Yes, yes. Going okay. Raiders. Going Raiders. This is this is for the uh, the dream matchup of the uh, Senate podcast live in Kansas City for the AFC Championship game. Oh, um, I love it. Yes, yeah. We've already I've already talked to him about it. Um, uh, arrangements will be made, and uh, begging will be done if that needs to happen. If that does happen, yes, it will. It will. I have it, Southwest it, points the, if I need. Yeah. Them. The, the, let me just tell you the live. Um, well, we could probably do a live podcast. We'll we'll talk about that. But yeah, I, I'm I dude. I love this Raiders team, man. I I legitimately love this. I love Hunter Hunter Renfro. Fucking love that dude. Um, his stud. Uh, he's stud, dude. Stud, and. Uh, I just think um, they're like on a mission, man. I don't know if they're on a mission to keep Rich Passaccia's job or what, but uh, I think it would just be really cool <clears throat> getting choked up. Uh, just going to Cincinnati, get the win, keep on going, and uh, I, w- I want that Senate. I want that Senate podcast, AFC Championship game. I want it. I, I, it would be beautiful. It, it really would be. It would be special. Just it do it right there in the hotel special. room. Mm-hmm. It'd be done. Yeah. Be done. I got Hilton yeah. points too. We're yeah. ready to rock, dude. Right. If, We're ready if to rock. It happens. All right. Um, so I appreciate that. You were taking my boys. Yes, taking your boys. And you did last week, and you were right. Yep. There was no Darren Waller touchdown, but he no. was on the field, and they won. So yes, this is the way it needs to work out for it to work out. So mm-hmm. I hope to God you're right. Um, all right, so now we'll jump back to Sunday at 8.15. We got the Chiefs and the Steelers. Steelers getting in courtesy of the Raiders and the Jags. Way to go, boys. 
beating the Colts. Hard Knocks is going to be terrible tomorrow night. Good Lord. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's going to be sad. We didn't, we obviously don't have, we're talking about all playoff teams now, but what a collapse by the, by the Colts. Like I, we were talking about this. Um, Carson Wentz, dude, what, what happened? Um, Terrible. It's, it's, it's inexcusable. It's, it's inexcusable. It, I mean, for a team that's picking number one to lose, and not just, you know, you didn't lose by a field goal. They got lucky. You got dominated. I was in 26. You got blown out. You got, got blown, blown out. out by the two and 14 Jaguars who were all oh wearing, God. like, you know, all, the fans dressed up in clown costumes because of Trent Balky, and you guys lose. You guys look like the clowns. But back to the main subject Chiefs, Steelers, Chiefs. Chiefs are going to win this game. Um, you know, I don't know if they will dominate it as much as they did against the last game against Pittsburgh, but uh, this will be Ben Roethlisberger's last game. Knock on wood. Um, you know, his retirement party. His retirement party. They're healthier. I don't think T.J. Watt played in the last game against the Chiefs, so hopefully we can contain him um, and Najee Harris because Najee Harris has, has been playing better the last couple of weeks. But uh, confident in the Chiefs, man. Ready to go. Ready to get to the next round. Ready to keep moving. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm very confident that the Chiefs Sunday night football, bright lights, Patrick Mahomes is going to show up, show out. Chiefs are going to get a dub 14 point win, two touchdowns, two teddies. I'm going to hundred percent agree with you. hundred percent. Um, the only thing advantage the Steelers have is they have, you know, uh, Cam Hayward and TJ Watt. And those two are, are, are deadly, but their run defense in general is not good. Even if you know if Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I think Jerick McKinnon, after what I saw the other night, and the Broncos do have a good defense, um, can get it done. And then if you got Patty just assaults them through the air, it's gonna be a done deal if he's on on his mark. Um Steelers Faithful, what do you guys here we go or or whatever the thing is? I got a few of you triggered, just make a little comment about Juju. And I like the Steelers, don't get me wrong, but you guys cry a lot. You're really upset about it. Just one little joke. That was it. Mm. Um about it was a uh, because Tomlin was dancing on IG Live and I said that Juju was more upset about missing the IG Live dance than missing the playoffs. Um, whatever, just a harmless joke. I- I'm good with you guys, but I have to pick the Chiefs in this. They've been here a million times. They're ready to go. I know Tomlin has been there more than a million times, but I think offensive firepower is going to be too much. And hopefully, the Chiefs' defense learn from their errors against the Broncos. Um, which I think you guys did. So as long as Spagnolo is ready um, for Big Ben, which I think he is, um, we could see another strip sack and another Nick Bolton touchdown return. So, yeah, Chiefs all the way. Um, I don't know if you had anything else. And then we're going to uh, – we had a little bit – we are going to do a tiny discussion on all the coaches that got fired um, mm-hmm. before we get into our Senate awards. Very brief discussion because I don't want to be – they're not really coaches that we really care about. Um, let's just go down the list. Fangio fired from the Broncos. Joe judge fired today from the giants. Flores fired from the dolphins. The only one I would argue against Matt Nagy had to go with the bears and Zimmer based on his last two press conferences. He had to go from the Vikings. Jesus. Like, dude, like he he knew it. Why do you hate? I I mean, the hate in that cold blood, like just cold blood. I don't care about records. Like, okay. No, I mean, he, yeah, well, you, you should. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, and then the, the comment with, um, what's his name? Kellen Mond. He's a rookie dude. Like relax. I was just, so whatever. The only one, Brian Flores should not have been fired in Miami. Um, they were nine and eight. They blew out the Patriots to end the season. 
Um, he was building that team back up. And if they did indeed trade for Deshaun Watson or, or whatever, they'd, they'd be even better off to a, I'm not sold on him. A lot of people are, but I would have kept Flores around. The others, Judge definitely deserved it. Fangio, Nagy, Zimmer. Bye, 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 bye. I, I don't feel I, anything different. I don't know that. if I've seen more um, Dolphins fans triggered other than, than from Brian Flores getting fired. They loved him down there. You know, two straight winning seasons. It's the first I haven't seen it. Are they upset? They're upset? Oh, they're, yeah, yeah. Big time. I, I follow uh, Frank the Tank, hashtag, you know, like Barstool Sports. And uh, oh, he's yeah. a big he's a big Dolphins fan, and I mean his reaction to it is something to watch. I'll, I'll try and retweet oh, well, it. I mean, send me the epic. link after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's it's epic. He just goes absolutely insane. Um, I had no, I didn't expect it at all, and they they still, I mean, they finished third in a very competitive division. Yeah, it's like the Chargers, you can fire Brandon Staley because they finished third. You know, Jay, Jay Glazer kind of gave out some tidbits that, that might happen. Um, I guess there was a lot of like disconnect with Tua, but I'm like, okay, your front office is talking about trading him all year for Deshaun Watson. Not not all year, but for a significant part of it, yeah, that's going to cause right. some 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 strained relationships. So I, you know, it's makes no sense. Somebody will get Brian Flores, and we'll be very lucky to have him as a coach. And uh, oh yeah, like, they're going like to regret said, that one. My, my my prediction is. Jim Harbaugh is going to go to Miami and Brian Flores will end up in Chicago or New York. It's recorded now. So it's in record. Oh, there you go. We'll see what happens. All right. Um, so let's get into our, uh, send it awards. The pretty much the final ones for the regular season. We give them to whoever we feel like deserves one, whether we hate them, like them, whatever. Let's get into it. What is that? It's a major award. I'm going with the Give Me the Job Award to Rich Bisaccia, Raiders interim head coach. I will get in later to who I would prefer if he ends up getting fired, but right now I say give the man the job. He's got ice in his veins. He's made a lot of gutsy fourth down calls that John Gruden would never have made, and they've been panning out. I love the aggressiveness. Um, He just seems like a coach's coach. He's been a special teams assistant head coach for like 20 years, and our special teams unit is actually very solid. Um, we have one of the best punters in the league. We've got arguably the best field goal kicker after J- um, Jay Tuck over there in uh, Baltimore. Um, but it just seems like he really connects with the guys well. He says, coach the man, not the player. He's someone they can go to for anything. I think he's been the guy to reassure them with everything else going on outside the uh, the stadium, outside the facility. Um, I just think he's earned it. He's got him to the playoffs. He's cleaned up Gruden's mess. While he hasn't won a ton of games and he may not be some young offensive guru, I think the guy has earned another shot, but I think it. I think if we lose in the first round of the playoffs, he's gone, and then I'll go into who I would like. If he doesn't, um, then I'm gonna, you know, let the man keep his job. If if they win, let him keep his job. They don't have to win the whole thing, but if they win round one, let him keep it. Coach, who is your Senate award for? My Senate award's going to Nick Bolton. Man, um, what a stud! 112 tackle. Is it what 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 a stud award? Is that the title? What, what it's a, what a stud award? Yeah, I was just I what a stud you know, award. There has to be a, a title, award. Eric. Yeah, there's got to be a stud. A, I was just it was just Nick Bolton was the title because what Nick Bolton has done this year. Oh, okay, this team, the Nick Bolton award. The yeah. Nick Bolton award goes to Nick Bolton. Okay. Um, just an absolute stud, man. 112 tackles. Dude wasn't even a starter. Um, I don't know if he. I mean, he was probably second to Parsons in, in tackles for for a rookie. 
But uh, so under, like, just so underappreciated. So, so no one talks about and, him, and he's a and monster. I was just looking at the rookie ratings, and actually, another chief, Creed Humphrey, was number one, um, just because he's an absolute animal. Like I said earlier, all pro as well. So great draft by the Chiefs. But uh, yeah, Nick Bolton, man, what a stud! That's my next jersey. I've decided that uh, has to be ha- absolute animal. Um, we needed a linebacker like that. We got him this year. Dude is born in 2000, which is just crazy. Now that you're seeing these guys born in 2000, 2001. God. We're Makes wearing jerseys of kids that are 10 years younger than us. Yeah, no no kidding. You know, we're in middle school and they're just being born. So it's crazy. But yeah. nonetheless, all good. Nick Bolton, salute to you, my friend. Uh, go uh, go tear up Pittsburgh and uh, let's keep on moving on. Moving on up, right, baby. So. Moving on up. So what an epic week. I feel like I'm still exhausted from just emotionally and just being excited to uh, be in the show and just get a chance. Uh, It's been so long since we even had a a shot at this. Usually we're eliminated by like week 14. So this is exciting. So we will be coming at you guys next week, hopefully with good news for both of us. If we're both eliminated, I'd be shocked. Um, But hopefully we're still in this. If we're both eliminated. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It'll be tough for us to continue on with the predictions, but we will. We'll see this thing till the end. Um, but until then, we're going to send it next week. And uh, I don't know. I'm just excited. Playoff, baby. Them, Wild card. Let's get a Let's Go Raiders. Let's get a Let's Go Raiders. Come on. Jackpot, baby. Mm. That's the Brent Musburger signature uh, touchdown line. God, I, I like it. I, I met him in Oakland. He's a cool dude. Not as cool as Tom Flores, but he's pretty cool. Not everyone can be Tom Flores, though. You do your best. All right. Please, God, get me a Raiders win. Travis Kelsey. Football gods owe me. You want to throw a last one up? Yeah, I just want Travis to feel better. He got got nicked up on that last play. He got nicked up on that last play. Oh, he did. He did. He got nicked up. Oh, man.